hello. If you're listening to this, I am dead. Oh no, wait, that's the script for my other podcast, 50 Poisons I'd Like to Try. Hello, if you're listening to this, I'm currently having, have just had, or am about to have, a baby. Because men can nowadays. But not to fear, Tim and I have known this was going to happen for a while, and so we've been recording secret extra chunks of poddiness to bring out to you for exactly this kind of occasion. So enjoy this specially discombobulated episode of random things that don't go together well, but we're saying it's an episode anyway. Enjoy. This was released uh, over the last couple of weeks. It is called Rock Sin. Mm. Rock Rock Sin. It is an iOS app for the iPad um, and iPhone. I guess. It's iOS. And the idea is that you plug in your guitar that you own, Mm. and it will turn the sounds into synth sounds. Oh, my goodness. What, through the microphone? Uh, No, through an actual guitar audio interface. But supposedly... It's uh, it will do this polyf- poly- polyphonically, mm-hmm. so you can play a chord and it will pick up on the chord. Uh, check out the trailer. Okay, that sounds like a synth, not a guitar. Well, yeah, that's the magic of this app. Oh, and it's got an arpeggiator and everything. Ooh. Sounds a bit like Stranger Things. Hmm. <laughs> Totally new age synth. Pretty sure this sort of thing's been done before, just yeah. in a pedal, mate. Well, he says there's no pitch tracking. Oh, really? Which makes me think, huh? Well, how does it work then, exactly? Well, I'm not sure, because I don't own an iPad, and I <laughs> don't want to. Don't buy one, they're expensive. It says three metamorphic signal generators, an instrument to synth. So how do you get polyphonic synth tones out of a guitar without pitch tracking? I don't know, James. The only thing I can think of is that you literally just use the sound of the guitar, mm. distort or wavefold it. And that is not what they're doing here, surely. Well, I don't know. That's technically one way to do it. I, d- I don't feel like I'm qualified enough to develop a way that you could do this shit without pitch tracking. But it seems to me like there must be some kind of pitch tracking. Well, they they haven't said how it works. They just say it doesn't use pitch tracking. We don't know how it works. It <laughs> just does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deeply suspicious that they're literally just, I don't know, filtering out the guitar harmonics and... But that's pitch tracking. Well, if, yeah, it is. There's, there's no way they're DSPing that to sound like a synth. Surely. Well, I mean, if you put a guitar, if you put a synth through a guitar amp, it sounds a lot like a guitar. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not sure if it really works the other way round. Uh, um, hmm, no clues, no clues. No, that's the thing. I, I'm not sure. It's um, that's the, I'd, I'd quite like to use my guitar to uh, make some MIDI or drive some synths. Mm-hmm. I've that's something I've been thinking about for a while. I've looked at that you can get various solutions that like is literally a program that uh, listens to it and pipes out MIDI. Mm. Uh, there are MIDI guitars, which I am, oh yeah, everyone uses those. I am very sickly interested in the idea of the MIDI guitar as a 
an actual sort of, this isn't a guitar, but it looks a lot like a guitar and it plays a lot like a guitar, but it only outputs MIDI. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. I've always wanted to sort of do a roundup of all of those, but they're so niche and no one really cares about them. No. Uh, but I'd really like to. So I this would interest me, except for the fact that it's on iOS, mm. which renders it little more than what? Um, I don't know. A novelty? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, people do seem to use iPads to make music and stuff, whatever. I mean, it's not something I ever want to do, but, you know. I think we're going to look back at this decade and say, what were we doing using touchscreens oh, in yeah. computing? Because I hate touchscreens. They're not great, to be honest. I always prefer something tactile, as you know. Mm. Or even something that's sort of... um abstract where you're typing something in or using i don't know a mouse yeah yeah that's what that mate when i say tactile i mean a mouse and keyboard basically it's uh hate (laughs) (laughs) well maybe james if you bought an ipad and you bought this thing it would totally change your mind plus you're really going to be interfacing with it through the guitar apart from the synth parameters that's what matters and also can it really can it pipe out midi to other stuff because then that's cool but it seems to be a synth Mm. You know, they've got all the synth controls. I don't know if you can actually access the MIDI from it. Uh, I would imagine not. I mean, it says there's no MIDI involved, so... Which makes it... <laughs> which validates my conspiracy theory that it's just it's just distorting your guitar in a synth-like way. Mm, I don't buy it. Mm. But I've been wrong before, James. Oh, only a couple of times. <laughs> well, literally a couple of times in my whole life. That's true. Um, you not say so you're not tempted to fork out for an iPad for several hundred pounds no, and mean, this app for another tenner. If the developer Yonak want to send me an iPad, <laughs> then maybe I would review it. Hey, but... Yonak, if you're listening, maybe if you send us an iPad, we'll stop slating your app on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice guitar to synth app you've got here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be a shame if someone <laughs> talked shit about it on a quite unpopular podcast. Tim, Armin van Buren. Mm. You know him, Armin van. Mm. I met him one time. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Uh, Nice guy? He seemed really nice, yeah. Uh, He did a masterclass recently. Oh. You know, like Hans did. Yeah, and like uh, your dead mouse did. Yeah. Um, he's yeah, he's done one of those. Anyway, recently he remixed the song "Jump" by a little band you may have heard of called Van Halen. Yes, I have heard of Van Halen and Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, do you want to listen to it at all? Fuck yeah! Um, do you know what, mates? I've already heard uh, "Jump" reinterpreted as dance music. Uh, what was that? Um, yeah, so uh, the the original uh, dance tune, the sample jump that I heard, was a masterpiece by DJ Ham and Poozy <laughs> on Night Force. I don't think you're saying Poozy right. I am saying Poozy absolutely right. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was. I'm I'm and I'm big fans of those guys. It wasn't one of my favorite tunes. Because it was a happy hardcore tune that sampled Jump, so it was kind of cheesy. But it was not badly done or whatever, so I'll play you that later. Well, uh, what do you expect from the Armin van Buren uh, remix of Jump? Okay, I mean, Armin van Buren is kind of like a trance guy traditionally. I mean, how's he going to remix Jump in 2019? I guess. I mean, maybe he's gone like a freaking future-based direction with it. I don't know. Some kind of big room... 
ecstasy driven that's what i'm expecting is this going to confound my expectations i doubt it oh okay well let's have a listen to it shall we so yeah this uh dun 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 okay we've got a solid uh you know sort of it's not a kick but there's a four four there and everything this is up tempo tempo yeah i mean like this is um oh we've got a bit of a, a clap on the thing you wouldn't ex- is this going to be future base? Don't be expecting the main uh, the main personality of the original song to come through yet. Okay, but it'll come. He's no, yeah. I mean, the thing with jump is it's the iconic synth riff that you'd imagine you'd have to have in there. The iconic Oberheim synth riff. Right? Oh yeah, that free Oberheim is uh, pretty good, by the way, bro. I think they. Yeah. I think they're really trying to introduce or keep the song in the public consciousness. Might as well jump, jump. Yeah, there's the riff. There's the riff. You might as well jump me. It's still not got going. We're still building. Yeah. I would have thought it would drop on the riff. That's what I would have thought as well. Mm. But I mean, it'll drop with the riff still playing. Is it going to go into some mental wobs? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh. it's just going to be quite EDM-y. See, look at me. I know what edm is. So you've listened to this before, yeah? Yeah. The pitch in the background of this is a freaking cherub smoking a fag. Nice. See, there's, yeah. there's no snare. That's what I don't like. I mean, it's based off a rock song. They've taken the snare out. Mm. Now, the thing about not having the snare is you've got a lot more room for your other mid-range stuff, specifically the synth riff in this case. That's quite high mid. Could have had a low snare in it. You would get free, was it? You would get masking, bro. All right. There'd be masking going on. I'm sure Armin Van would be competent enough to not do that. He's done a masterclass, for God's sake. Yeah, man. It feels like it hasn't kicked into fifth gear, perhaps. This is my problem with a lot of things. Oh, really? And they also, don't go hard enough for you. Also, this was my problem while I was watching Eurovision, which we never talked about. But I didn't see Eurovision this year, man. I missed it. I didn't even realize it was on, man. I'm gutted. Hey, if we get enough Patreons, then uh, next year we should uh, live stream watch it. I would hella do that, mate. That'd be sick. Oh, Cowbell. Is Cowbell very big in the original tune, mate? I can't uh, remember. No, I don't think so. I think he's just added most. Uh. You've got the synth riff and you've got the vocal. Do I have to keep listening to this? No, oh, God, no. Okay, okay, okay. Well... Yeah, that is a record I would really hope to never have to play as a DJ, basically. Yeah, this this is my real problem. Because, yeah, you're taking a rock song, which obviously had a snare drum in it, mm-hmm. as, as most tunes do, and it's <laughs> pretty much just driving it. And musically, that says to me, this thing hasn't got going yet. Yeah. May I give you an alternative spin on that, mate? Yeah, this is your masterpiece... Oh, God. With uh, DJ Pussy or whatever. This is the remastered version, you'll be pleased to hear. Lovely. Someone cared about it enough to remaster it. Shall I I get to the jump bit, basically? This is the happy hardcore version. So, yeah, is it going to (laughs) come? Oh, here we go. (laughs) Pitch shifted to fur. Yeah. Not a time stretch, that stuff, mate. It's really letting you drink in the synth riff as well. Yeah, true. I think the other one did that to an extent. 
because it, it felt it like there was all the rhythmic stuff over it. All it brought it in. It came with the kick. There was it, the kick. Because this is a proper breakdown. This is my problem with some of the older Nightfall stuff. I don't like that kick drum sound that they use on it personally. It sounds too acoustic for my taste. Do you like the hi hat? Yeah, the hi hat's great. Yeah. See, that's decent. That's a good reinterpretation. You I see, don't. I don't think the Armin van Buren one was bad. Mm. But this is definitely good. Oh, man, I'm glad that you're appreciating some happy hardcore, James. That makes me feel really good for some reason. I, don't, <laughs> I can't really uh, understand, but yeah. Okay, so in summary, what we learn about ourselves and jump remixes? Um, I think we could make a better one. Really? But it wouldn't be as crowd-pleasing. What style would your jump remix be? Uh, I don't know. Um... I'd say jazz, yeah, to get, get it on a vibraphone or something. Oh, okay. oh yeah, why not? You no, know that's me. cool. Any critical tips on the Van Buren shit? Or? Um, not from me, mate, because he is insanely rich and clearly knows what he's doing. <laughs> and I am in a pauper's gale, mate. Yep, so, yeah. So you, you I'm can't... not going to, I'm not, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's my place. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Decent. Should we talk about some teenage engineering stuff, buddy? Yeah. Now, teenage engineering is a company we haven't really talked about. Yeah, I mean, we've wondered what their instruments do. Yeah, um, but we live in the box. Yeah, man, like, give me that box. Like living in a box by living in a box. Yeah, I don't need anything to replace my box or touch my box. No, uh, but this teenage engineering do the pocket operators, which are tiny little calculator-sized synthy things and drum machines, and they also do... Bigger things which sell for ridiculous amounts of money. Mm, well, they're not that bad, are they? <laughs> I think some of them are pretty expensive, the big ones. But anyway, what have they recently done? They have done a couple of things that I'm aware of. Mm. Um, they uh, First up, let's do the uh, the play dates. How about that? Yes. Um, so this is basically, it looks like a Game Boy. Looks it's like got a, a Game crank Boy, on it. Looks like a Game what? Boy Advance SP. But actually, it's important... Uh, to point out that this isn't just teenage engineering. Okay. This is Panic as well. Who did the video game Firewatch? Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's no. a walking simulator, basically. Oh, really? A yeah. walking Yeah, I, had, I bought it because I really like the art style. And if you pre-ordered it, you got the like the theme for your PS4. So now my PS4. So I've had that ever since I basically had my PS4 almost. Hmm. So, so I've got this backdrop of just like this like woodland or whatever. Well, it's big forest or whatever. That's cool. And it's kind of very uh, arty and it's very lovely and stuff. I did really like the game. Played it for about an hour. Didn't finish it. You're and, not really one who likes to walk walk around are you? no it was like give me let me shoot some freaking bad guys in the head in this beautiful environment what if they'd this, made this like a waste what if they'd made a game where you have to sit at home in your studio and uh make tracks oh god that'd be amazing i could like level up so much it'd be sick anyway we're getting off the topic <laughs> which is playdate which is so it's a collaboration between these guys and they also make some ftp client as well <laughs> and like like some like utility software and stuff as well so it's like Two odd companies coming together, making this really odd product. Um, it's something that looks like a Game Boy. And with it, a crank. It has a crank on the side. Yeah. What is the crank for? It's to be incorporated into the game. So this is it's like a boutique 
video game system. So it's going to be like a load of weird indie games on it. And you there can were d- say that again. Yeah, yeah. So it's, and they look. They've got a screenshot of one. Um, it kind of looks a bit like a Game and Watch kind of game almost. Um, it looks like somebody's giving someone else a blozer. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what's going on there. It seems it seems like it's in black and white. Do you reckon the whole thing's black and white? It looks like it. I mean, it looks like a sort of Kindle-style display almost. Mm. Um, there are some people making some games on it. So, if for the, okay, so this is 149 US clams. So, for a boutique console, it's not crazy expensive. Yeah. And so you don't get any games with it. Well, you do. You get so there'll be a twelve game subscription that uh, comes with the console for uh-huh. this one four nine clan price, um, and they will open up over the course of like a year, no, a year or twelve weeks or something. I think. So you'll get a game to play like every day of the week or whatever. Well, every week or whatever on the same day or is, something is like this that. An internet connected thing. I can't find the information about this shizzle, which is really annoying me. Um, no, it's like a USB C connector, so presumably that's how it's going to get its info. I'm not sure. Okay, so. Do you this, know anything about the games that are on it already, or going to be? No, the, um, they're going to be developed by people who've done stuff like uh, Katamari, Damacy, and Ridiculous Fishing, and Quop. Apparently the guy that did Quop and Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy is Bennett Foddy, who was the bassist in <laughs> Cut Copy, apparently, which okay. I didn't realise. Uh, fair enough. Okay, so I don't know how often the games are coming out, but there's 12 of them, basically. Uh-huh. And the, the potential to do more, I guess. I mean, we're short on details here, but this you don't really need to know that stuff. This is the vibe. Okay, uh, wouldn't it be nice if Teenage Engineering got back to making some more synths? I mean, it's weird that they would do this... I mean, the thing is, this product is not going to be a money spinner. This is clearly a passion project. Uh, between these two companies. Right. Um, I'm sure fans of each of them would rather be doing other stuff. But hey, if they want to do something crazy, more power to them, I guess. I mean, it's not the sort of thing I'm going to buy, even though I have a bit of a penchant for mini consoles, James, as I, you know. Yes, you certainly do. Um, but like, I mean, I really like stuff that's practical. This is a this is a level of whimsy too much for me. Yeah, I think. especially with a crank. I mean, yeah, cool crank and everything. But I mean, you, the thing is, you, James. I hate to turn the spotlight on you, oh. but you own a uh, is it a GBA SP? Yeah, which is the kind of closest thing to yeah. this, I guess. Really, it is. It is, and uh, it's not like I play on that all the time or anything. Yeah, you do. It's just the one that I happen to never sell. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, occasionally. How often do you play on your Game Boy uh, GBA SP? Shall we say for a period of two months, once every three or four years, maybe. Uh, well, and you play it solidly for two months. That's yeah, yeah. I, I don't eat or sleep. I just play that for a couple of months. Okay. And then okay, I'm done. Okay. Do you actually play video games? Uh, to an extent, yeah. What do you play? I don't Come play on. console You never give me games. any information what? about your life. Look, Come on, tell me. Here's the thing. I don't have a TV. I haven't had a TV for a long time. Uh-huh. Consoles, You're a pseudo-intellectual. So. I can't exactly hook up a console. Uh, but I do have... I have Steam. You've got a computer. You, oh, okay, okay. I have Steam on my Mac. Do you, do you want to know what's, uh, what's, what's in on my... Your st- what's on your Steam? What's on James's Steam? <laughs> okay, so for the past few weeks, since I upgraded computer... I oh, okay. have been playing some Civilization Five. Oh, okay. Basically, Tim, I'm a massive uh, strategy nut. 
Yeah, okay. And I wouldn't go as far as to call it strategy, actually. Because if you look through the Steam uh, catalogue, mm-hmm. if you search strategy, you get a bunch of weird like zombie games and war games and stuff. Yeah, what sort of strategy do you like? I like management, is what I like, Tim. Because, as you know, I'm a business douche. <laughs> yeah, right. So what do you manage, then? So let's look at the, the games I have on this. Um, I won't go through the ones that I played for five minutes and decide I didn't like. Um, I have Democracy 3. Okay. was a bit shit, but you sort of... <laughs> you basically uh, uh, institute policies and... Uh, so it's like a government simulator. In many ways, yes. And you're trying to get revoted in. It's very broken as a game because basically whatever you do you get assassinated in the first few months. <laughs> like, even if you Just, just like real politics? Yeah, you don't do anything. What sort you... of company is this meant to be? Com- what sort of country is this supposed to be? Uh, you of? can choose which country you're simulating. And, uh, <laughs> well, say if you're a UK PM, you get assassinated. Oh, uh, that would be really nice. But <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, but... So I only played it successfully ever when switching assassinations off. Um, well, that seems fair enough, I think. But I do a bigger line in sort of world and historical simulators. Europa Universalis is fucking great. It is uh, the civilization that civilization should have been. Yeah, my uh, my little brother has played a bit of that. It is... Uh, I don't play the fourth version. I think there's a fifth version now. I play the third version. Oh, really? Because I'm a contrarian. As yeah, you, know. you are. You're such a hipster. Why, th- why version three? Well, Steam tells me I've knocked up 238 <gasps> hours. Oh, on... my God. You could have made so many lo-fi EPs in that time, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Uh, right. It's more of a sort of... You can you can beat anyone in the world. You know, in civilization, you choose like one from, let's say, seven to ten to twelve civilizations, and there are only effectively twelve players. But in Europa Universalis, you've basically got every country as a player. Well, so you've got like a hundred flipping, yeah, sort of, yeah. There's a lot people of people you're uh, playing against essentially. There's a lot of computation going on. Oh wow! Uh, but it, it was always really good. And was it like turn based? No, it that was the interesting thing. Oh, it's okay. literally a clock which you stop and start and run at, Oh, okay. At the, at the speed you like. So if you get suddenly into a war, uh you can set it up to automatically stop the clock when you get into the war and you sort of crank the speed down and start moving people and you're then two years will take a fucking lifetime. Mm. And then you'll finish the war and you'll go back up to full speed and two years will be done in a minute. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much management. Football manager. I, oh, wow. I know you know me, and I don't love football, but I love management, <laughs> don't Tim. It really surprised me. <laughs> it's really weird. You, I'm not going. <laughs> you I, must really love managing things. I am not going to say on the podcast <laughs> how many hours I've spent oh, on football God. manager. Uh, it's, it's also broken because it's just like civilization. It's one of those companies which just buys a franchise. And creams it off. Runs it into the ground. Oh, it's awful. Oh, and really? Like, all the... You know when you get text coming up on a game? Like, in this, it can be commentary or it can be things you have to decide. Yeah. It's like all the same things coming up again and again oh. and again. That <laughs> oh, really wicked. breaks the realism. Yeah, right, right, right. Those are sort of the main ones. I've got a few more here. i got uh, Prison... What was it? Prison Architect? Prison, prison Architect, yeah. 
Uh, have you made a few nicer panopticons? I, that sort of thing. I got that in um, early access. Oh, re- God, wow. Didn't really play it when it was actually out. Okay. But I played it a lot in early access. Um, was it fascist over here? <laughs> Civ 4, Civ 5. Civ 5 is quite okay. Like, Civ 4 is massively broken. Uh, Civ 5 is sort of acceptable. Sim City 4, my friend. SimCity 4? Yeah, that was the last okay SimCity. What year did that even come out? Um, I really don't know. Is but this it, still, well, give me a ballpark. I uh, know, shall I check it out? Yeah, go for it. SimCity 4. I've been thinking about SimCity a lot recently, mate. Uh, 2003. Oh, man. That was ancient. A, that was one of the key years in my life. So. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I played Stardew Valley quite a lot last year. Oh, okay. Well, you're a very boring person, James. So that doesn't surprise me. Uh, and, yeah, those, those are the highlights. But as you can see, I like to uh, take time off working. By managing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Coordinating why, things. Why don't you just go into management for your work thing, and then in your the rest of your life you can play like fun video games? I should just get a get a job as a CEO. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You make a load of money, man. <laughs> Quit this stupid journalism business. See, the reason I really liked Football Manager is not about the football. It's also about the fact that there's a bunch of people who you've got to coordinate and manage and balance like okay okay and then you're introducing new people you're getting rid of people people are being taken from you and you're finding new ones and it just really gets my brain going oh okay it's the kind of thing i can obsess about with the civ stuff and anything historic it's more like battle plans and it's planning Okay, okay, you know? okay. It's interesting you're giving different parts of your brain a workout. Yeah, um, that's my that, that's my Steam library exposed, Tim. How did we even get onto that, mate? Playdate. Playdate, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, so no, no, so let's not talk about Playdate anymore. Let's okay. finish with that and let's talk about the new Rick and Morty pocket operator, bro. Okay, right back to Teenage Engineering. Mm-hmm. I did see this. Uh, no, it's, it's more of a potential product it's not out no i think no it's happening ah sweet um hang on you know what i haven't seen any rick and morty have you not i haven't okay it's got a bit of a bad reputation has it um because the fans uh, like are kind of tedious um but it's a decent enough show man i mean i hate most television i don't hate rick and morty i think it's watchable so it is still gonna be a synth right um, it looks like it's going to be some kind of sequencer. So it's got. A, it seems like it's got a bunch of samples on there. I believe it's got like a microphone or something. Uh-huh. So you might be able to record your own samples. I know that it's got. Um, it's got Sonic Charge Microtonic compatibility. Okay. So you can program the sounds in uh, Microtonic and transfer them across using the, so presumably microtonic makes a noise yeah. that this the microphone hears like this. like the PO32 tonic um yeah there's some other thing that does it yeah there's some other pocket operator that does yeah. it yeah PO32 tonic and it's got a bunch of uh, <laughs> yeah whatever and it's got a bunch of like Rick and Morty sound effects in there okay so yeah and it's like and there's like a demo track and there's got some kind of like there's like a sort of almost a, like a sort of what's that old plug in with like the Tibetan monk or whatever singing uh you know what i'm talking about right 
This is going to be a blast of the past. Delay Llama. You don't oh, remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of this. There was, there's like, there's so there's some music. Let me, shall I see if I can bring up the demo tune? You can hear how it sounds like the Delay Llama. Yeah. Um, uh, like Dalai Lama. Delay yeah. Lama. Uh, oh, it'll be on the music radar story, surely. Here we go. <laughs> Run, Morty. This is disturbing me. It's a novelty. And there's loads of weird stuff going on in the background. So you to be able to operate this little piece of gold. You see, so they've referenced you need a high IQ, so they're kind of self-aware on this stuff. And um, it's the vocal sounds almost like that other Sonic Charge uh, plug-in. Bitspeak, is it? Is that Sonic they Charge? Do that? Yeah. Um, so it's, it sounds like the vocals are almost like kind of like vocoded, whatever. Yeah, they do do bit speak. Mm. So yeah, it sounds a bit bit speaky. So I really want to know what's going on with it. Um, and this yeah. is blowing my mind, Tim. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> random stuff coming through from Teenage Engineering. Yeah, man. What what are they up to, bruv? Uh, they're not up to making a load of synths, but that's okay. That's their choice. I mean, they've certainly pivoted towards weirdness rather than like, hey. Here's the teenage engineering AP12 or whatever, and it's a it's a little bit cheaper. And hey, maybe everyone should buy one and use it for their band, sort of things. You know what I mean? By the way, I've just tracked down what the other news story I saw about them was, and is that they've set up a record label. Honestly, man, I am so busy. All I do is fucking like work and lie on the couch in a kind of comatose state. How are these people doing all of this different stuff, mate? Microdosing, man. Oh, sh maybe I should start microdosing. Okay, that's our next step. It's time for Random Contact Instrument Corner, and this one is uh, pretty erotic. Oh, good. I'm going to warn you now. Mm. So this is uh, Sound Ethers uh, with ASMR oh, 4K. Nice. Yep. Wicked. So I guess the name implies sort of very high definition very intimate sounds mm. uh, because we all know what asmr is right guys a sexy mother's rasping yeah like uh <laughs> chicks folding towels and uh yeah whispering is it like whispering and stuff yeah is it? whispering Just talking quietly girlfriend experience sort of stuff oh nice anyway wicked, wicked. for 15 dollars hang on a minute so rather than trying to get a girlfriend which has just always been a nightmare for me i could just spend 15 clamoroos and get a contact instrument yeah but this contact instrument it's not actually got chicks in it well, whatever mate i'll take what i can get at this stage sorry to disappoint you. no no it's fine it does have very uh intimately recorded very high detail sounds so let's uh let's check out the video oh i'm looking forward to having a gentle bell <laughs> there's one now Ooh, <laughs> does it give you a little frisson do you know what people always talk about stuff like making their hair stand on ends. I never really get that. Maybe it means I'm dead inside. Yeah, I always thought you were. Oh, good. Well, it's true. I guess if you listen to this on headphones, it would uh, possibly at least give you a bit of a feeling. Do you know what? I'm not really sure where the ASMR connection is coming in, but these are actually nice sounds. Yeah, I think it's just that they're really detailed sounds and they're very high frequency. There's what does a lot that mean? There's a lot what of does that end. mean? There's a lot of high end on every sound. I think. Okay, okay. Delicate grits, narrative tones. It's a lot of close miking, I guess. Yeah. 
This ASMR 4K includes delicate, gritty sounds, slowly evolving tales, solitary, gentle <laughs> keys and bells. Very approach there, yeah. Lush pads, organic vinyl-like crackles, layered analog synths, randomly played metals, deep soundscapes, all made with a modern narrative composition oh. demands in mind. Mate, I'm always thinking about that narrative, mate. Sure, this does sound really good, actually, to be fair. It sounds very good, yeah. I'm going to pause it and look at the website. Okay. Um, let's see if it'll tell us what you actually... So you get 120 plus sounds, instruments and multis. That's pretty good. And it's two gigabytes uncompressed. Ooh. Full version of Contact only, as you'd expect. Nice. Ooh, nice. See, it is really well made. I'm God, not you know sure. What? It if, sounds good. Uh, it's not making me hard, but you know. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Um, okay, let's wrap this up, James. Okay. I really like this. This might be something that I uh, check out in my own time. Oh, interesting. And you know how that goes down. Yeah, you're going to check it out in the bath. <laughs> uh, I don't have a bath, and it's a very sore point for me. Oh, I do like those paddy noises. Okay, all right. Well, that's a good find, James. Something that somebody might actually use for once. Last time, we were talking about a uh, Sega Mega Drive plug-in. Oh, yeah. And you said, that's of no interest to you. What you really want is a C64 plug-in. Hell, yeah. Well, check this out, my friend. All right. It is called RetroBits. And uh, amongst others, it has the sounds of the NES and the C64. Wow, okay. Pretty similar, I guess. Or, you know, your basic waveforms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basic, chippy waveforms, sort of 8-bit stuff. We don't have a video for this, but shall we have a listen to one of the tracks while we check it out? Let's have a listen. It's playing by a company called Sono Elements. I'm oh, so happy. This makes me want to collect some eggs or something. Okay, I'm not sure it sounds drastically authentic. And this is a NES demo. I really want to hear the Commodore 64 demo. Okay, let's find it. Let's see if we can find one. Oh, what? Oh, no. Certainly putting me in a better mood. Okay, okay. Okay, we've had enough of that. Well, um, Timmy looks for this stuff. This is uh, 19 US clams and uh, is a VFT AU plugin. I am not really feeling this. Like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> okay, that's it. Um, looking at the interface, mm -hmm. um, I don't see the stuff there that I'd expect from a Commodore 64 SID chip emulation. Okay. So I'm not sold on this. It is very cheap, but it looks like it's just going to be a... Okay, basically what this is, is you've got 30 waveforms to select from, and those waveforms are sampled from various... Oh, okay. Various waveforms from various 8-bit console thingies. So there's plenty of NES waveforms, plenty of Commodore waveforms, and then you get an amp envelope, LFO... You get panning and level and effects such as reverb and sub, uh, what I believe is low cut, and a few other controls on there. No, 
It's not for you. Not for me, buddy. Oh, man. I want, I want a proper emulation of a SID chip. What does someone have to do to sate your SID chip needs? Well, basically, I don't know. This might be a bit before your time. But do you remember in like the noughties, there was like a synth you could get that you could actually plug a bunch of SID chips into? No, I do not. Well, Timberland used to use it. And he was the subject of a whole copyright thing or whatever, funnily enough, because he used um, a large bit of music from uh, a kind of a mod or whatever. Uh-huh. But yeah, I want something that like gives me something approaching that level of quality. Okay. And I want to be able to muck about with all the pulse width stuff and the weird filtering stuff that you could do with the, your SID chip, basically. I, I think that's fair enough. You know, it, it, some people don't, though. Some people want to just have some 8-bit waveforms and mess about with them with some basic controls. And this is cool for that. I guess so. I mean, I um, I don't know. The audio demo didn't sound particularly nezzy to me, but I'm not a big Nez connoisseur. I would, I mean, I'd certainly like more audio demos for this. Yeah, it's like you got to have more than one audio demo, guys. you got to hear those Commodore 64 noises. I mean, it is cheap. Um, but still, you don't want to spend $19 uh, if the product isn't any good. <laughs> I to say, is that a crazy thing to say? No, I think I think that's reasonable. Um, I mean, it's worth checking out, especially if, you know, if you're a bit flush for cash or whatever, why not have a crack at it? You know, I'm not a total monster. Well, hey, look, if you've only got 20 clams and you uh, absolutely need a few NES and C64 waveforms, I'm sure this is a solution. Yeah, I mean, personally... I just get a bit of a uh, Bitcrusher plug-in and use basically any virtual analog synth. But whatever. You heard it here first. <laughs> Play us out, Tim. It sounds like that pop song that says, uh, we all become freaks or something. Sue him. Sue him yeah, now. get on a court case, guys. Come on. Okay, James, now, we were talking about your Steam library earlier, weren't we? Uh, yes, we were. Now, did you see that Steam have released an app for iOS and Apple TV that allows you to stream Steam? Ooh, now, I've seen that if you have Steam open on two computers on the same network, you can use one to play the other's stuff. Yeah, that only seems to work on Windows for some reason. Okay. I'm really uh, keen for them to bring it to Mac. Well, uh, it's, it's worked on my Mac and Windows computers. Both I, think they've removed, I think they've removed the uh, uh, Mac functionality from it. And okay. you certainly can't stream from a Mac. Okay. Anyway, they've brought out an iOS version. Haven't they? Yeah, so you can stream Steam games to your phone or to your telly if you've got How Apple TV. How are you controlling them? Is it just the screen? Um, you can use a Steam controller or an MFI controller. The disadvantage of the FMI controller is that, uh, which is kind of like Apple's official Bluetooth controller sort of spec or whatever. You can't use uh, one that doesn't comply to this. It doesn't have clicking in on the left and right sticks. Eh. So, and yeah, so you have to use like, you have to hold like the menu button and press one of the other buttons and it seems like a really crappy solution because the menu button always seems to like dump you out of the game basically. Well, that that doesn't sound like Apple. So, well, no, well, no, this is... Well, this is the thing. This is Valve trying to make Apple's silly spec work with their, Mm. you know, regular games, basically. So, you know, this thing isn't ideal for a lot of games. So I tried it with a few games, couldn't get 
that many games to work with or whatever. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, seemed fine. But this got me thinking, what if I tried to stream my door? Oh. So, James, you know, if you could describe me in one word, what would it be? Tim. No, that's not a description. That's a proper noun. Tired is the correct answer. <laughs> I'm a tired guy. I'm just perpetually exhausted for whatever reasons. Um, I'd like to be able to make music with my proper full-on door in bed, basically. Ah, yes. Find my laptop, perhaps? It's the dream. It is the dream. So I looked into this. And I managed to find something that would stream the video. Okay. But the freaking codec that Max uh, use doesn't do audio, so I had to use a separate solution for that. And I can't remember the name of either of these programs, so sorry about that, guys. If you've, but, if you've got an audio interface, which you do, then you could technically just plug a long cable into the audio interface and stream, the so audio. to speak, into your bedroom. Uh, yes. Well, not really ideal. And there was also, like, a bit of latency between the video and the audio, uh-huh. which made it unworkable for me. What was the software one that you found? The software one? Because <laughs> I've I've used one called Splashtop. What is Splashtop? Uh, it's, it's a remote screen thingy. Oh, okay. And does that do audio? Uh, I think it did, yeah. I... I don't think I went too deep into it. I think I installed it. But did it, it. work? It did. Um, Would it have been usable? I think this was from the days when I had a Mac Mini and I wanted to uh, control it from a crappy laptop. A crap top? It, it seemed to work, yeah. Really? Um, I can't fucking find what the fed of the fuck I was using. Hang on, bear there's with me one second. loads of remote desktop things. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that would work for you over Wi-Fi. Okay, well, maybe I should forget whatever it was I was using and try... Was it Splashtop? Yeah. Let me have a look at this. Why can't I find it? Do you reckon it'll be one of those situations where it's better if you're connected over Ethernet cable? Maybe, but I can't be fucking arsed. <clears throat> well, you oh, just this, to... Is this a... Um, is this something that you have to, like, subscribe to? Uh, I don't think it was at the time. I think... Th- well, they've probably changed the pricing model. Oh, man. Everything's a... You could get it for personal use. I can't remember. It's all money, money, money these days. It just You just install it on both computers, Mac or Windows, and it'll take the screen and the keyboard and the audio, I think. I'm going to give this a try, bruv. I'm going to let you know how I get on. Maybe make so, some beats from my bed. How far did you get with that? Well, once I'd, I'd got the, you know, I got the audio and I got the video. There was a bit of delay with the audio. It didn't seem like there was anything I could do to mitigate that. And I was not, you know, sufficiently impressed with it to carry on. So you want to control your iMac from your laptop, right? Yeah. There are plenty of things that can do that. I did look at it semi recently when I was trying to work out whether I wanted a laptop or not. Mm-hmm. And there are things which will which are free to use over your local network, but you have to pay to use it over the internet. So what would that be? I can't remember, but you just search for remote desktop or something. Okay. And you'll find loads of them. Okay. I guess, yeah, you want to find something that's uh, very decent. No, this just comes up with all the crap I was looking at, apart from Splashtop there, actually. Oh, yeah, Remotics was what I was using. Okay. And and some, I think it might, it might be from the Audio Hijack people. Do you want to use the um, your headphones for audio? Yeah. Yeah? Not laptop speakers? No. Because I think, I think you're looking at, if your screen works properly, 
then I think you're looking at a solution of um, just moving oh. the audio interface. No, that's a pain in the eye. No, because... Uh, um, Running a long wire from the output? No, you know? no, 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 no. Timmy likes it elegant, James. <laughs> if, I can't, if I can't have it to the level... I, I thought tired was how you like it. Yeah, well, tired and elegant. Are Describe my two... you in one word. Yeah, elegant. T- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I need I need something nice. I'm gonna try this thing now. I've downloaded the installer. I'm gonna give it a go. But give it a go, see how it works. Mm. You might end up having to pay some kind of subscription, but we all love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get can't get enough uh, subscriptions. Sure. Um, I was feeling tired the other night, James. Uh-huh. Too tired to cook. I thought... You know, I've always thought to myself, if I had to describe Tim in one word, mm. it would be tired. And elegance as well, right? <laughs> um, so so I thought, oh God, I know it's awful, but I'm going to have a Domino's, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I ordered a Domino's via the website, um, and it like sort of like turned up like late or some shit or whatever. Um, so I got it, I opened it, and it was like completely burnt and destroyed or whatever. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And it was it was inedible. Um so I phoned up the branch and I was like, um, yeah, my pizza's burnt, can I have another one, please, or a refund or whatever, whatever's gonna be easiest. Um and they were like, Yeah, we've had a lot of complaints recently. Cause like we have to turn yeah, the management are making us like have the ovens on this particular setting. Oh jeez. And they were let's do it, and it's burning all the pizzas. They they're making them. So they're making Every pizza they're sending out is totally destroyed. What the hell? I just what is going on oh, in the world, James? Middle management, man. I, mate. It's, it's just like this. Just it's an this isn't a world I want to live in, mate. Burnt Domino's pizza, bro. Is this some kind of PR move so they don't introduce a law to say they have to have the oven at a certain temperature or something? I I would really hope not, mate. It just seems absolutely insane. So thanks, capitalism, again for ruining my life somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta really stretch to find those ways. I'm the, I'm a real victim in this situation, basically. You are, as as a massive lefty. You've yeah, remember yeah. to play that victim card, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's like, okay, if the market's going to provide solutions, it should be able to provide me with a not burnt pizza. Do where's, you know what I mean? Where's Timmy's stuff? Yeah, Come where's on, my capitalism. stuff? Where's, where's the stuff for Tim? He he needs stuff. He It's not about his means, it's about his uh, yeah, needs. Yeah, I'm, I'm contributing to society in my admittedly very small way or whatever. Give me a goddamn pizza now and again, damn it. A couple of things happened in the last couple of weeks that made me think about the business. Oh, business. Mm. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I am a tycoon. A tycoon... <laughs> You're a roller coaster tycoon, is, is that right? I'm a tycoon of both roller coasters and zoos, and I also <laughs> briefly managed a string of hospitals in the 90s. Why has there never been a roller coaster zoo tycoon hybrid where you've got panda bears on roller coasters that would be amazing mm-hmm. anyway these things that happened that made me think business okay uh focus right just bought adam audio <laughs> now i'm looking at your pair of uh well-tuned adam audio monitors there yeah don't forget the sub under the desk buddy what do you think about this move 
Um, folks right seem to be doing very well for themselves. I see folks right interfaces freaking everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've bought my Adam speakers, so I'm not worried about <laughs> the future of Adam, really. I think it's a decent move because they didn't already have any, like, speaker stuff or headphone stuff. So, I mean, I think what you've, got to, what you've got to worry about when a sort of, uh, you know, kind of like mass market brand buys a brand that's a little bit posher is them watering it down. Mm. So that's that's my only that's my only hot take on that really. Yeah, it's it will always be a concern. Um but I think it's so much more likely that it's gonna get watered down if the company that buys it has a load of that sort of stuff mm. already and won't care about it, just wants to get rid of a competition. A re- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, isn't yeah, about yeah. getting rid of competition. This is about actually expanding. Um and it's decent. Mm. Uh, Another thing happened, the uh, musician's marketplace Reverb was sold to Etsy for the grand sum <laughs> of 275 million clams. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, uh, and that was a that was a minor thing. Um, but then, That is an unimaginable <laughs> amount of money. Yeah, I mean, that's... That, what? <laughs> you can buy plugins on Reverb. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. I wonder what will happen. Anyway, where can I buy my woolly hat from now? That's what I want to know. Uh, I think you can still get your disenchanted eyes doll from Etsy. <laughs> okay, wicked. Um, from some lady. I don't in know Gloucester. what that is, but it sounds sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also recently, so much news. Ableton released CV tools, which are basically. Uh, so if you're writing like a job application yep, and you yep. want to make sure it's tailored to the employer. It's a lot right? like Grammarly <laughs> oh, okay, wicked. in your door. Uh, no, it's CV tools which uh, help you pipe. Um... Oh, I don't need any help with that, mate, because I'm in cell. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> they help you pipe CV out and into your door via your DC coupled interface. We with your expert sleepers shiz. Yeah, guess. so yeah. they they allow you to interface with modular gear if that's your bag, which it is not. No. Anyway, <laughs> the interesting thing about this uh, is that it came days after Bitwig released Bitwig Studio Three and the Grid. Grid. This is something I've noticed a few times now. A door will get an update. And then Ableton will just suddenly bring something out. Mm. Now, I I think Ableton make their next thing, and then they sit on it like a mother hen, <gasps> broodily sitting on her eggs. Oh. And if you come near her, she goes... <laughs> yeah. And they wait until someone big launches something big. Hang on, this mixed metaphor has got me confused. Yeah, well, Who, who's Bitwig in this hen house? Uh, Bitwig is a fox, a rival chicken <laughs> sitting on releasing its own eggs. Yeah, okay, okay, got and, you. and then Ableton just go, okay, it's time. <laughs> okay. And they release their thing. They did it now with Bitwig's actual release of Bitwig 3. Mm-hmm. When Bitwig announced Bitwig 3, I think they uh, brought out their 3.1, was it? Sorry, Ableton 10.1 update. Yeah, 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 that's the fella. They had an announcement of the 10.1 update after 
Maybe it was maybe that happened when Ableton announced Bitwig three. They announced Ableton ten point one, mm. but then when someone else did something big, they brought out Ableton ten point one. It seems Ableton are very responsive, mm. and they really have their shit together. They know what they're going to do next. They just wait for the perfect timing to do it and scupper someone else's sort of wave of uh, PR. Yeah, man. I mean. <sighs> Ableton are really smashing it at the mm. moment. I think I think I think they've had a really really long run of doing really really good stuff, and it's you know and I think it's paying off for them. Man, in fact, I watched a Timberland uh, video the other night. Okay. He was using Ableton Live. Timberland's using Ableton Live. That's what you need to know, buddy. Was it the masterclass thingy? No, it wasn't. It was just some Instagram thing of oh. him uh, mucking about in the studio. Yeah, I I think. Several years ago, Ableton wasn't necessarily used by everyone. It was used by a certain type of people who religiously loved it. But now it seems like a lot of the YouTubers, whatever style they make, oh, are yeah. using Ableton. So they've really worked hard on making sure everyone sees it as a tool for them. Oh, well, and... I, don't, I, I don't, you know, I don't think, I don't think they've had to engineer that. No, no, I think, no. I think, I think people, I think people love to use Ableton for making videos, especially because it's really quick and faff-free to use yeah. compared to other doors. If I need to suddenly open something just to check, like my plugin list or mm. how something works, I just go for Ableton because it opens in an instant. Mm -hmm. Studio One, by the way, these days, when I open a file, a Studio One project file, it opens Studio One. But then it doesn't open the project file. Oh, man. So I have to open the project file again. <laughs> That's a bit of a letdown. Anyway, um, yeah, those things happened. Wanted to talk about the bidness. Mm. Uh, Ableton, yeah, I think they're, they're really... They're, they're in the top three. And they probably always were. But they're, like, recognized now. There's no stigma. Everyone's using Ableton, mm. and uh, so they should be, because it's damn good. I mean, it's really hard to see who could topple them. <laughs> like, you know, it, even long term. Um, I mean, Logic's still a massive, massive, massive door. It's kind of old-fashioned and not on Windows. It is not on Windows. Uh, FL Studio is still massive as well. It's weird. So? Well, fair enough. Um, I'd say they're the top three. Logic, Ableton Live, FL Studio. Yeah, you're probably right, buddy. Uh, but yeah, Logic is pretty long in the tooth. Thing is, Ableton's old, but it's not bloated. Well, no, okay, here's here's the thing about Logic. It comes from another era, um, an an era when it was fine to make everything you did very long. You didn't really need to have that same internal logic or whatever. Uh, pardon the pun. Um, live is a child of the new school and it just does everything so well there are other doors that came out at the exact same time of as live which are definitely bloated now <coughs> and it's it's very hard as a software company to not make let things get like that mm. i think i think ableton have been very restrained with their updates and i think sometimes people have complained that their updates haven't been too crazy. Mm. I think they've done just a really fantastic job of making sure that everything they put in there fits in mm. and really adds to the software. Doesn't break anything. Yeah. Doesn't make. Does it like? And the thing is, it's like worse. if you don't want to use it or whatever, uh, you know, it's fine. Uh, the one thing I have a problem with, James. Mm. Can you tell what I'm going to talk about? Uh, no, I can't, actually. Automation lanes, mate. I think right. the only way they do it is a faff, and I think that's the one thing that I don't like that they've changed. What do you not like about it? 
Um, it's just there's just it feels like there's more clicking going on. Mm. Um, you know, I like fanning around with fades a lot or whatever. It's just you know, okay. I'm not a fan of it. That's 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 fair. But everything else they've sort of got. Maybe you'll get used to it. No, it's been bloody ages now, and I feel quite <laughs> annoying. I, I prefer the old way. Anywho, how do we wrap up this business conversation? I'm going to tell you exactly how we wrap it up, James. 